0: Why you you acting crazy when I leave? The purpose of me working, go on searching for the peas, paying back degrees, breaking bands for Chanel bands, can you see? Hey, what's going on, people? It's your boy, the G Man, and yes, I am back. Like I said, I've got a brand new vlog, five minutes with the G, which I'm going to get into real soon. But right now, I just want to send a big shout out to the Pitch Talk family. So that's a shout out to the LJA, aka the straight shooting one. A shout out to Jesse Fizzle. A shout out to JBK and Nathan Arsenal. And yes, people, that's JBK and Nathan Arsenal. These are the two new Pitch Talk members that will be releasing content real soon. On all platforms, so people please subscribe, like and share our YouTube channel and turn on your notifications so when the videos drop, you will be the first to receive them. But without further ado, people, I'm gonna get into my vlog 5 minutes with the G. My first topic being the Mikel Arteta Revolution. Yes, the revolution baby our people that I'm, I'm so happy but I ain't gonna lie when we first started I wasn't this happy because I didn't want Miquel Tett to be manager of Arsenal and that's just the real um, painful facts so I just didn't think he had what took to take over at the club at the stage that it was look we were eighth in the league I think we were like 17, 18 points behind Liverpool. I think we were eight points off the bottom. It looked like we were a free for all. We were so inconsistent. All my mind could think is we need a manager of experience, and I'm not talking about Sam Allardyce, as out of relegation experience. I'm just talking about you know a manager like Ancelotti. He was my first choice manager to take over from Arsene Wenger. Um, Juventus, Real Madrid, Barcelona, uh, no, Bayern Munich, Chelsea, you know what I'm saying, he won trophies everywhere he's gone, come on, like, I would have signed him up if I was a billionaire, but, you know, with our billionaire owners, not everything makes sense to them, so, yeah, they went for, you know, MRA, Project Crumbled, ...linked to Mikel Teta... ...it wasn't looking good in my eyes... ...but how he changed my mind... ...and this is how the revolution... ...really started for me... ...was his press conference... ...yes he came in... ...he was firm... ...he was articulate... ...he was confident... ...you know he had passion... ...he spoke about non-negotiables... ...he outlined his demands for players... Uh, the club... ...um his backroom staff, himself. You know, he spoke about how big the club was, how great Arsenal was, how he wants to see him in the Champions League. He spoke about wanting us to move forward and anybody that doesn't want to move forward with the club and his philosophy, then they can leave. For me, that was a breath of fresh air. It's what I needed to hear at that point in time, especially with the fact that I had spent nearly almost a season and a half Trying to tune into a guy that couldn't speak English, that refused to use a translator or interpreter, so you couldn't understand what his vision was, what his plan was, and there was a lot of inconsistencies in what he was doing. So, for me, that was the first shining light of Mikatea. But then, it even the revolution furthered itself with his 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 strong leadership, you know. And I'll just use Gwen Luzi as an example. Why has he not showing us how to deal with a difficult player? Like, there's some times where I don't agree with it. Because I think Guendouzi is a quality player and he still has a lot to give to Arsenal. But, if a man's got his non-negotiable and a man has got his non-negotiables, you get me? And Guendouzi obviously crossed the line, which it doesn't look like he can get back across. So, he's... Falling out with Socrates in Dubai. And even before that, he had fallen out with Mikel I think he'd been reprimanded on both time, times, given a chance. The final straw seems to have been what he'd done um, against Brighton coming to the end of last season and, you know, where we strangled Mopai, threw him to the ground and then spoke about wages, blah, blah, blah. So obviously, whatever has been said between Mikel Teta, and his representatives, it hasn't gone well for Guendouzi because Mikel Teta hasn't accepted his position and decided that he no longer is a useful player at Arsenal Football Club, regardless of his ability. Now, that's what I love to see. Do you get me? Even though I'm here, and I ain't going to lie a bitching about how he's, you know, treated Ozil. Which is a total separate matter, because it's a total, total different situation. But if a man has his non-negotiables and is always looking forward and, you know can decide that if he can move on without you he's going to move on without you how can you fault him especially when look he won the FA Cup and he won the Charity Shield and just talking about the FA Cup and Charity Shield that is an embodiment of his revolution in my eyes because yes in the league what what can we really say? It was an inconsistent season all year all season round to get me. Even with McAlteta, we were very inconsistent, you know, only finishing eighth when we could have potentially finished fourth. We just kept dropping points in matches where we could have been winning those games and making points and making ground on the teams above us. But in the FA Cup he managed to build a resolute team that was able to be informed teams like Sheffield United. Manchester City and then Chelsea in the final. See, what more do you want to see for a turnaround other than that, you know, not only winning the FA Cup but beating teams that are quite credible in that season. Um, And he done it with football, which was un-Arsenal-like, which a lot of people were talking about, like parking the bus and um, you know, being quite defensive. But it's the revolution, it's the. It's time for change, it's a, a new philosophy, beating teams how you've got to beat them. And I, that's another thing that I love. You know, he used the players that he had, yeah, and he used the systems that suited them. You know, there's no point of playing expansive football, I guess, with players that can't really play expansive football. I'm just saying. So, there, for, for me, the revolution has truly began under Mikel Teta. And I'm, I'm coming to the end of my point now. The revolution has really started under Mikel Teta. We've won two trophies with him. He's got Arsenal playing from the back in a very consistent and nice way. A lot less mistakes than we had under Unai Emery. He's got us playing a counter attacking in football. You know, we were quite fluid in between moving between a four and a five at the back. Um, and we're looking quite stronger against top six teams and teams there amongst us so for me I believe this season will be a good season and I think we're going to finish in the top four I'm going to put it out there we're going to finish in the top four and we're going to do good in the Cups whether we win one I'm not too sure But I'm pretty sure we will break back into that Champions League spot, which will then be the next level up to what we can do the season after. And I think it's all looking great for Arsenal. But people, I don't know what your opinions are, um, but please share them with me. And please tell me, is Mikel Arteta the man for you? Was he originally the man for you when he took over? And what do you see Arsenal being able to do in the future under Mikel Arteta? But people, I'm gone now. Thank you for watching. Peace. You won the better one than your girl has. Focusing on fickle things, going through the thicker things. See the bigger picture, girl. I'm working for the bigger things. Miss me with the bickering. Shit gets sickening. Don't you see this king girl just come over and win with him? Girl, I'm playing.